Welcome back to another episode on Anxiety Doesn't Own Me podcast. My name is Emmanuel Isaacson. I'm an anxiety coach who has struggled with anxiety disorder for over three years and now have been anxiety free for over nine years and now help other people that are struggling with anxiety to overcome theirs in a natural way. What I'm going to be talking about on this episode is about confidence, how much that actually affects and how important it is for us to have that in our lives. And also, how do we build confidence? That is the question over here. How do we build our confidence? And also our self-esteem as well. Self-esteem has a big thing, has a big impact on our anxiety. If you have a low self-esteem, we can make us feel anxious. And this is one of the reasons, well, it's both of them are the reasons why we have an anxiety disorder from a long period of time of where the way whenever we do have a low self-esteem or whenever we don't have confidence, the way it makes us feel, it puts pressure on us. We feel worried a lot. You know, we have a lot of stress because of our confidence and our self-esteem. Now, I'm going to I want to explain to you how that actually works and how it is important to have confidence and to show you how that's going to affect you if you don't work on your confidence. And I'm going to show you how, what things you can actually do. I'm not going to show you everything because there's a lot to it and it can't do it in one episode, but I'm going to provide you with the most basic things that you can do in order for you to start building your confidence and also to start feeling much better. Now, how do you, what's the connection between confidence or self-esteem? By the way, they're two different things. How do they correlate with anxiety? Well, think about it this way. Whenever we don't have confidence, let's say we have a job interview and we think in our mind like, oh, it's going to go bad. They're not going to like us. We are not going to do well. We are going to fail. They're going to reject us and everything like that. That ready, number one, shows that you don't value yourself and you don't see the value that you bring to that company. And number two, you don't believe that you're capable in getting the job. So you don't even have the confidence. Now, how is that going to make you feel? How do you feel when that happens? You feel nervous. You feel stressed out the entire time. You can go to sleep the night before. You can barely eat in the morning. When you get to the when you get to the interview, you're just like, "Oh my god." You're freaking out internally, be able to control it. But since you don't believe in yourself, since you don't see the uniqueness and the value that you bring and to know that you do have value to bring makes you feel very anxious the entire time until the interview is over. But if somebody does have confidence and does have self-esteem, they go to the con- they go to that interview with confidence. They go with calmness. That's what they go to the interview with. And what happens is that whenever they go to the interview, they're not nervous whatsoever. They are able to sleep. They're able to operate because they know their value. They know that they have something to breathe. They know that they're capable in delivering whatever they need. And that whenever a certain hardship happens, they know how to deal with that. So they're not for one second nervous. Think about it this way. Whenever you tried something new in your life, just think about it in your own, whatever situation it is. It was something new. How did you feel in the beginning? Did you feel nervous? Did you feel that you're going to fail? Did you feel as if that you weren't capable in doing this and that you're going to look like a fool and the entire time you were feeling nervous 
And whenever you started to get used to that certain situation, whatever it was, it was like a walk in the park because you already know what to do. So let's say you start a new job, for example. In the beginning, you're nervous. You don't know what how to do any. You don't have to do anything. You're you you know what you're doing. That's why you applied for that position. I'm I'm hoping so. But they there's things that you don't know, and you're nervous that you may mess up. That you that they may fire you, and that you may fail. So the entire time you're nervous. But after a month or so. You are just cruising through because, number one, you're already used to the place, you're used to the people, you already know what you're doing, so you feel much calmer. So you're not as anxious. You may still feel anxious, but not to the level when you first started. And there's some people that don't feel anxious after a few months because they're already used to the job and they're really good at it because that's confidence right there. They have confidence. They may not have a high self-esteem, but they have that confidence. And think about it this way. Never, I always give this example that whenever I was nervous or whatever you're nervous about, let's say for me personally, it was more going on public transportation or even being on my own. I was nervous about that. I didn't have confidence because I was afraid that something bad would happen to me. And what happened was that I actually took the risk and I went on the bus. And what happened afterwards when I got off the bus, I'm like, oh my God. I actually conquered that. I did it on my own. I was by myself. I was like, whoa, it built so much confidence within me that the next time I was less anxious. And this is also the same thing with you with exposure therapy. I know a lot of people, they're afraid of going places and doing things or, you know, certain situations trigger their anxiety. But if they're able to work through that situation, whatever it is, what happens is, is whenever they do it properly, what happens is next time, they feel less anxious. And the next time, even less. And even less and even less and even less. And afterwards, they didn't even think about anxiety. Because they worked on themselves. They work on their confidence in that situation. Because right now, you're not confident. Am I going to get a panic attack or am I not going to get a panic attack? Am I going to have an anxiety attack or am I not going to have an anxiety attack? Am I going to feel this way or that way? You don't know. But after a while, whenever you do it once, twice, three, four times, you're like, okay, you know what? I already know what's going to happen. I already know how I'm going to feel. This is why at home or whatever your safe place is, you feel very calm. Because you're confident that nothing bad is going to happen. You already know, you see that knowing, that certainty, you understand confidence is certainty right there. You're certain about yourself, about the situation. So whenever you're certain, whenever you're certain about yourself, you're not nervous because that's what we're looking for. This is why we seek reassurance all the time. This is why we're always looking, oh, I need reassurance. I need to make sure that everything is going to be okay. I need to make sure that I heard this correctly. I need to make sure that I'm not going to make a mistake. But if we have that confidence, then we're good because we have that certainty. We are the certainty. If you are looking for a natural remedy in order to help you to deal with your anxiety and help you on your journey to overcome it, I created Calmly CBD where it specifically helps you to calm down your anxiety and panic attacks and it helps you to feel calmer throughout the day so you're able to do things and not be paralyzed by your anxiety. If you want to learn more, you can click the link below where it says Calmly to learn more. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? If we're able to build our confidence, 
to build our confidence, we will feel much better. And number one, the number one tool, the number one tool with anxiety, whenever we're anxious about something, is exposure therapy. That will help us tremendously. Now, of course, there are other tools like CBT that can also help us to think more positively can also help us. These certain things will help us to feel much calmer because, again, we're building confidence. That's the thing. Positivity about ourselves. And this is where the point of the episode where I talk about how do we build confidence? Now, of course, I can't, there's so much to it that it's not a one, two, three thing, but there are some basics that we can work on. There's a certain things that we can work on. Number one thing is to build your self-esteem. They go hand in hand. Self-esteem and self-confidence go hand in hand. If you don't value, again, some people, by the way, they get confused. Like, oh, I know people that have low self-esteem and they have confidence. No, it's not confidence. It's ego. It's two different things, confidence and ego. And ego is a story that someone tells themselves about who they are. Confidence is knowing who you are and knowing what you're not. So a confident person will know, okay, you know what? I'm good at this, but I'm not good at this. A person that has an ego has a story. And whenever someone tries to pop that story of who they are, they get angry. They get very defensive. But a confident person doesn't care what the other person's opinion is because they care about their own opinion. So if someone tries to pop their story, quote unquote, it doesn't really affect them because they know what they are and they know what they're not and they know that whatever they're not good at, they could be at the end of the day. But again, the question is, how do we build the confidence? That is the question over here. The way that we build the confidence is, number one, again, we need to build our self-esteem. We need to build our value. We need to understand that we are valuable. We are unique. There is nobody like you in this world. Nobody acts like you. Nobody looks like you. Nobody has your personality. Nobody has anything like you whatsoever. Not even twins. My brother-in-law, he is an identical twin, and him and his brother are two different people completely two different people. So even with that, there's nobody in this world are going to be the same. And every single person in this world has something amazing to bring that has something amazing to offer. The only issue is that we were never shown. We were never told these things. We were never shown the good things about us. And every single one of us has something good within them. Every single person has something amazing within them. Every single person has greatness within them. I don't even know who you are, most of you. I don't know. People that listen to my podcast, I don't know who you are on a personal level. But I know for a fact that every single one of you has greatness within you. You want to know why? Is because... I, and I never believed this, by the way, guys. I never used to believe this when some people used to tell me this. But it's so true. The only problem is, is that, again, this is the reason why. is because we've been told otherwise. We have been brainwashed otherwise. And we have been shown otherwise. But the truth is, the truth is, is that you have greatness within you. That you are irreplaceable in this world. Because you bring something unique in this world. And you have something to offer. You do. It can be, again, it can be something small or something huge. It can be something that's world impacting or just for you or your family or whoever it is. It's still very impactful. 
and you can get and you can do whatever you want in your life. But number one thing you have to understand, your value is priceless. Nobody in this world can put a price on it. Now, number two is to understand that your opinion matters. Les Brown always said this whenever he was in school, he was labeled as, I forget what the word was. He wasn't, he, he had like, he had like special needs. He had special ed, I, th- I think it was, or legible. I forgot how exactly what it was. But again, he wasn't the most brightest person in class and he had difficulty learning. He had difficulty, te- like, you know, understanding and comprehending things. And one of the teachers over there told him, he's like, I want you to come up and solve this problem. And he said, I'm not capable of doing that. He's like, why not? He's like, because I'm labeled educable, mentally retarded. That's what it was back in the day in the 50s, I think, or in the 60s. And they named, and that's what his label was. You know what the teacher told him? He's like, don't ever let other people's opinion about yourself become your reality. That's amazing. When I heard that, I was, my hair on my body just stood up for a second. It was like, oh my God. Because my entire life, I let other people's opinion dictate who I was. And I was like, wait, why am I listening to other people's opinions? What about my opinion about who I am? What do I believe? Why why don't I value my opinion? Why am I always listening to everybody else? Who are they? They don't know who I, what I've been through in my life. They don't know what I go through 24-7. Not even right now, my wife doesn't even know what I go through 24-7. And I don't know what she is going through. It's impossible. Not even my kids. It's impossible. The only ones that actually know are the ones who live every single day within you. That's only you. So why is it am I listening to everybody else's opinion but my own? One person, think about it this way. One person might tell you like, oh, wow, I really like your outfit today. Or the other person is going to come like, you know what? I really don't like the way you way, way you dressed up. Or might some might say like, you know, what? I really like these features about you. And another person say, I don't like it. Or some person like, you know, what? I don't like your personality. Another person is going to come to you and tell you, you know what? I do like your personality. So who do we listen to? Most of us listen to the negativity because, again, we're used to that. We're just used to it. And we've been told those things so many times. So we just go with that. Like, oh, no, that's the truth. But the truth is that there's always also the positivity. But the question over here is that why is it that we listen to other people's opinion? Even our parents, even our siblings, even our significant others, it can be. But they may put us down sometimes. Why do we listen to their opinion? What about our opinion? Why doesn't that count? Why doesn't it count? We have to tell ourselves, my opinion matters. Tell that to yourself. My opinion matters. Another thing that you could do is telling yourself that positive things. Instead of saying negative things, catch yourself like, you know what? I'm not capable. Or you know what? I'm I'm socially awkward. I'm a very awkward person. I can't socialize. Or I can't do this. Start changing that narrative and tell yourself, you know what? I'm a very sociable person. I am a very interesting person. I am a capable person. I am going to be able to succeed, to look at failures as learning opportunities. And I'm not saying that's easy all the time. It's not easy, but that's going to help us to move forward. To tell yourself, I know a lot of us, we're afraid of failure. We're afraid of rejection. But every time that happens, tell ourselves, you know what? This is a learning opportunity. Or let's say we're afraid of the unknown. We are afraid of the unknown. I know a lot of people have a fear of that. We're afraid of the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. We can predict that in 
more saying more positive things of what's going to happen in the future. And that can be with anything. Let's say job interview, going somewhere. We don't know what's going to happen. We feel very unconfident. We feel very uncertain. So we have to give ourselves that confidence, that certainty and telling more positive things because that's going to help us. What has the negativity helped you so far? Where has it bought you so far? It has only bought you comfort because that's what you're used to. It's very hard to change that comfort because this is what I'm used to. This is what I'm used to doing every single day. And this is what I've been hearing. Now me, for me to changing that from a negative to positive is very hard and I don't want to do it. I definitely understand that. It's not an easy thing. And I'm, 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 I was also the same exact way. I did not. It was like, it was too hard for me. I didn't want to think more positively. I'm like, leave me alone. It's too much. It's stressing me out. But the question is, I asked myself, okay, you know what, Emmanuel? But the question is, where has your negativity brought you so far? What has it brought you so far? Are you happy where you are? Look where you are. You're struggling with anxiety. You're paralyzed. We have to make a change, I said. We're going to start thinking more positively. So positive thinking helps you to feel more confident. Again, guys, there's so much more to confidence. There's so much things that you can do to for confidence. I just wanted to make you guys aware of this and give you certain things that you can apply right now and start working on them so that you can start feeling much better. If you did like this episode, please click the like button and leave a five-star review. The reason why I ask is because this way we're able to reach more people. And the more people that we can actually reach, the more people that we can actually help. Because my mission in this world, my purpose is to help people to overcome and heal their anxiety naturally. And show them that it's possible to overcome. Thank you guys. Take care. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.